I just say as a precursor to the start of this episode, the bot that we're using for Discord recording or for the podcast, uh, it's like now recording. And I'm like, why does it sound like Professor Oak? But hey, whatever. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Curls and Glasses. This week, your host, Emma and Sam, will be discussing which little pocket monster is their favorite annoying gym bosses and counting the times that Team Rocket blasted off again. You guessed it, it's time for Pokemon. Thank you and enjoy the show. How are you doing, Emma? Good, how are you, sir? I'm doing good, doing good. Are you ready to talk about the amazing topic for our second episode? Oh, I am. This is a good one. I I, I agree. I think that Pokemon has been in our lives for at least 10 years, at least not maybe more (laughs) but i I think i mean i have hand-me-down cards and if it was on the tv i'd watch it but i mean so it's like it's kind of hard to tell with that you know it's like it's it's but yeah it's been it's been a long it's been a long while many moons i mean to be fair like we have been acquainted with pokemon for more than 10 years now like yeah 100% throughout elementary middle school high school and even right now in college like we make pokemon references like every once in a while and like it, like you know the whole meme of like who is that pokemon oh, pikachu fluffy <laughs> such a good meme but anyways um what we got to come down we got to we got to ask the like most important question right off the bat and then explain why who's your starter pokemon Who's your favorite starter Pokemon, and what is your favorite Pokemon in general? Okay, favorite starter is Charmander because I'm a basic bitch. Okay, that's it. <laughs> um, no, I think he's rad. Maybe I'm a little bit of a pyro. Like, we're just gonna leave it at that. But I think though my favorite Pokemon, um, that's a good one. Um, yeah, I mean, I, like let's pull up the list really quickly but yeah explain like why like charmander you know well i think charmander besides basic when when you're small he he's just adorable like charmander and was buzel oh my gosh Mm -hmm. um they're just cute and to fire i was i was also very angry child um so i think anything with fire and destruction i was like count me in bro but um i think also Playing the games, I mean, he always seemed OP, Charmander. Yeah, I I feel like it was almost an intentional design choice. Yeah, by the game developers at times, but at the same time, it was really hard to tell because it's like, you know, they're not supposed to have any bias, but at the same time, it feels really biased right now. <laughs> it, it, it truly does. But I, but I, yeah, I also really like Squirtle. I think Squirtle's like just objectively adorable. Like he's literally like a turtle, but. Squirtle is a is a homeboy. I mean, yep. to be fair, Bulbasaur is also like I, a, I was gonna say dino dinosaur turtle. What is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Like definitely somewhere in between there. I was gonna say for my favorite Pokemon, I, I really like like Snorlax or or Venusaur. Like I have to admit, so yeah, I'm all over the place. I just I just think they're cool. They're cool little guys, and I like to collect them. And I mean, in the games, I feel like Snorlax is, like, the most fun. Like, I love Snorlax's lore. Like, I just love. 
like love 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 i love when they make you play the little flute and he wakes up and he's like bro what What just happened who woke me up like what exactly like it's just even in the pokedex that says on pokemon.com us uh slash pokedex slash snorlax says it is not satisfied unless Unless it eats over 880 pounds of food every day. Yep. When is it done eating? Or when it is done eating, it goes promptly to sleep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? there are very few Pokemon who are like, nah, I just want to eat, fam. Like, I don't really care what else you want me to do. I just want to eat and sleep. He's like the Kirby of Pokemon. True. He is also a good representation of 90% of college kids out there. Wanting to eat and then sleep. True. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, and it's funny too because it's like we're not we're only covering you know the really the first generation of Pokemon. Like to be fair, I like I don't know that much about like the like more recent generations. I only know like maybe like four through five, like four, like one, two, three, four, and five basically. Right. Just just because it was like after that, like. There are so many Pokemon that I'm like, I don't know. I don't think I can remember them all anymore. <laughs> right. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's like the same for you or not. Um, but I mean, is it like, do, do you really know any of the current Pokemon or anything like that? I mean, not really. Every time I open a new pack with you, especially I'm like hit with the old. Um, like, what the fuck is Dick on a Bench? You know, like who made that? <laughs> You mean snob? <laughs> yeah. You know what I meant. You know, but there's also some really, I mean, cool, I would say, like, newer generation ones that I really like. Um, Infernape. Yeah, for sure. I like Infernape a lot. He's a cool Oh, one. yeah. But, like, to me, other than that, I mean, uh, I, I mean, in terms of, like, newer games, Eevee, I mean, Let's Go Eevee, I think was, like, people hate on that game, but it's fun. It's whimsical. It's a good, good way to pass the time. You know. Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's, I, I definitely like the approach that they took for it, since yeah. it's not really your general Pokemon game that like everyone was used to. But I mean, let's go Eevee and like let's go Pikachu kind of helped pave the way for Sword and Shield and uh, Pokemon uh, Legends. I yeah. think is what that game is called. Because I mean, yes, the the yeah, what I don't remember what it's called. I mean, there should be more research, but it's not. Sorry, listeners. Um, <laughs> I, I I find it really fascinating how they took like a very different approach because like their latest Pokemon game is open world like that yeah. that's that's a crazy idea from like mm-hmm. what the original Pokemon game is based on. I know this little like dungeon pixel. Game. Yeah. So and it's like you know like you have like so little options. It's like you are c- trying to capture the Pokemon or you are technically quote unquote attacking the Pokemon. But now, in the recent one, Pokemon in the wild are now attacking you. Yeah. So it's like the roles are switched, and the memes are true. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I mean, honestly, I I don't know if you heard, but like the new Pokemon game that's supposed to come out like later this year. Um, this is obviously old news. The like everyone like we just wanted to talk about it. It's pretty cool that they're releasing new starter Pokemon yeah like they have a new set of starter pokemon they have a new generation of pokemon which is like pretty exciting um to be honest with you 
I don't actually like the new starter Pokemon. I gotta be honest, they don't look that good. But hey, you know, one one can say one can say some things. But yeah, I I definitely I liked because um, I played Pokemon Sword um, and I enjoyed it uh, like so much. I I, I kind of like that open world esque theme to it. I mean, it wasn't completely open world because it had like you had to follow a story to a certain extent. But most of the decisions you could do were not solely based on the story. Like you can go and complete side missions and stuff like that, which is pretty helpful. Um, and you can wander around. Like that, I think that was pretty cool, and it didn't it didn't feel too redundant to me, at least. But the Pokemon that they had in it was, uh, I thought, had some really cool designs and stuff like that. Um, and especially the legendary Pokemon, I thought those were really neat uh, and clever designs. Um, and did, did I don't remember? Did you play Pokemon Sword and Shield? No, I I didn't. Um, the actual only Pokemon games I've ever played are Let's Go, Eevee, mm-hmm. and Pokemon XY. I think I'm I'm no oh, game okay. enthusiast, but I've been with the trading card game for a while. No, yeah, that is true. Like I I think I. I am a good side of both because I yeah. I've played multiple Pokemon games because I think I it was either black or white that I played. Um, I think I played like uh, Ruby oh. or like another one of the early like I early early games. Everyone loves Emerald. I've been hearing yeah. amazing things about Emerald. I also just sorry to interrupt. Going back back to me a little bit, the yeah. um new starter pokemon yeah i i would agree that they're a little bit lame <laughs> they're yeah they're, they're a little, little bit lame they're they're uh, not good yeah so um no sorry yeah to, i mean to the younger generation but yeah they're no honestly they are not pretty at all and obviously if this wasn't a podcast we would show everyone um what they look like but obviously you can just like go look at it i mean and, like, the 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 gist of it is there's a the 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 grass type is a grass cat. Um, is that a cat or like a dog? It's a cat. That's it was it's a cat. As, yeah, it was described as a as a cat. And then the that water type like is dog. a duckling <laughs> type. And then the fire is a fire croc type deal. You have like this totodile fire version. And so yeah, just 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 leave that with your thoughts. Maybe the penny penny for your thoughts if that's the saying but yeah again if anyone is curious about this uh if you just google search pokemon scarlet pokemon violet starter pokemon um it there'll probably be a bunch of images to show you um but yeah i i I like it i like the grass one and typically i don't like the grass starter pokemon that much yeah i gotta be honest um (laughs) turtwig is usually the grass starter pokemon right early early yeah but, yeah, and Sneevy? Oh, I yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I like True Twig growing up, but... I think... Oh, I guess uh, Bulbasaur, looking... too. Sorry, Bulbasaur and True Twig. Um, yeah. I mean, the 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 first-generation starter Pokemon are, like, way too OP, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, then they, like, you know, there's, like, there's a couple generations that were, like, hit and miss for a while. Yeah. Uh, like... Some had like really good like fire or like water, but like the other two weren't great. But then like I think the like the first generation great, just all three fire, grass, and water like a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, like honestly, I think I think the uh Pokemon that I find most appealing is like out of all the generations through one through eight is fire. But honestly, like it's there are I mean I like mo I I think water comes second to me, but like the grass, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I've never been grass. into it too. <laughs> I I th yeah, I think the grass earlier generations were fine, but like after that, I was like, eh, <laughs> I feel like it's. Oh, yeah. I mean, sure, Pokemon wise, yeah, fire and fire and and water, but then, yeah, I mean, I also really like the the like lightning, you know. I mean, True, you got a point. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy too, because like if you think about it, like obviously there's a lot of Pokemon for That's each cool. generation of Pokemon. Yeah, but like, it's crazy to me like how much they've put into like designing each character and putting yeah. like, like a bunch of lore into each character because right. it's crazy. I um, and I, I yeah I I can get by with like a really good, um, a really good electric type and you know, like the that's it exactly the lore the, the yeah the lore is really good. Yeah, and it, it's kind of weird because like it it seems like a game that wouldn't require that much at face value, but like when you look into it, like look into the lore, it makes it just so much more interesting. Like reading all the Pokédexes on like some of the Pokemon, including the legendary Pokemon too. Like legendary Pokemon have like crazy lore, and I I think that's oh, really yeah. cool. Um, like that there's that extra level to the game, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, I, th I think it's pretty cool. Um, especially, I th uh, what is it? In Pokemon Sword and Shield, like the DLC updates that they have, I think it was the last DLC update that they had, where they, like, depending on if you had Sword or Shield, depending on, like, uh, depended, like, basically, like, what, Po like legendary pokemon you can catch and it's not like just the main ones from pokemon sword and shield but like from previous games like you can catch like lugia and it's like oh, yeah okay <laughs> like that's pretty cool i mean and we i was just thinking we haven't even delved into um i mean like everyone hates on it but like pokemon go bro i feel like has introduced no. so many people to to, yeah. to pokemon in general that, i mean that that's i would say like i was into the trading card game and then pokemon go i was like i mean i was outside i i still play it like i, I still play it and and no I, I like to i like to do it i like to go around i like to go outside i mean sam and i have done it a few times like we just go yeah. and sit at gyms like yeah I, I don't know i can get behind still playing pokemon go and if that's like the way you got introduced to pokemon i think it's hard to i think there's a lot of hardcore diehard pokemon fans that really kind of want to yeah. be like no you're not a pure fan but it's like ah bro i'm just having a, i'm just here to have a good time but no yeah i mean especially like yeah no, i mean it's weird too because like you say like talking about pokemon go the early earlier stages of pokemon go the only thing that connected pokemon go to the pokemon universe was the pokemon there was like right. very very little like similarities between the two like because the professor that talked to you, it wasn't like Professor Oak or any of the professors that like you're used to. It was just like some random guy who was like really like in shape and wanting to like go hike around the mountains, or whatever. But like 
more recently it's becoming more and more like closer to the pokemon universe yeah i mean um, you fight team rocket and you know there's yeah. there's things to it yeah and i mean let's it, it's pretty cool like how often they try to update uh generations of pokemon into the game because like obviously having like what 898 pokemon in one game is crazy right um and especially just like having them like randomly kind of pop up on your phone um it's probably a really ta taxing system i don't know anything about how the system works but it m must be pretty crazy well, these, these big games like this i mean there's also like a harry potter version of it yeah um, I, I i have heard that same developers made a harry potter version too yeah so it's it's you know i think they are pretty like demanding games but they're cool and they get people outside and they get people interested into these these stories so i, I don't know i feel like it's kind of cool no yeah i i agree too i think it's such a great way to try to expand the pokemon universe so yeah. good job for them for marketing one also too like it's really cool how they thought like hey like how can we get people to exercise more well right. let's create a pokemon game and like they can walk around bike around run and like find random pokemon like in a their day-to-day -day environment right. um, like surrounding cities and stuff like that so I, I i definitely think that's pretty cool how like whoever thought of that was just like oh yeah that's that'll, that'll work out well and like i think it's pretty funny whenever i see those random articles of like this grandpa has like 75 phones and plays pokemon go daily i know right and is like one of the best pokemon go <laughs> players in the world it's like five thousand cp <laughs> um arcanine or something stupid like that and you know they're, they're like uh, crazy um do, do you want to talk a little bit about your your pokemon cards really oh yeah my card collection yeah, yeah. um so yeah so i'm emma and i are both familiar with the obviously pokemon games uh, did you watch the animation or anime like, uh -huh. animation anime i, I called all? it the cartoon but the i did a little bit but not i haven't seen all the episodes you know yeah, just yeah i mean i haven't seen all the episodes either to be fair um yeah i mean it's i i find it cool like how expansive it is because it's obviously you have the games you have the show and the movies because there are movies too uh and then you have the trading card game and then any other merchandise <laughs> so like shirts plushies all that stuff um i find that really cool like how expansive this universe is and like how much love it receives because yeah. i mean like a, this is a lot pokemon's a lot of people's childhoods or like like time spent at like college or like in high school basically like this is what they used to like you know make friendships go like meet people um like you know just kind of bond with other people over something that that's really you know something like something small but like something really large at the same time yeah really I, cool i mean i think a lot of people have used it as like a way to connect with people yeah people. um but um yeah in terms of my card collection um i definitely when i was younger i bought a couple of pokemon card packs and tins and stuff like that I don't honestly remember what happened to my older cards. I know I think I had a couple and then I might have given some away or something, which is unfortunate now because those cards probably are kind of expensive nowadays since they're like easily like 10 years old. Right. Um, 
but I've started collecting Pokemon cards again recently. Um, and I've, I've, you know, been enjoying it a lot, especially like with how like much better the quality or, uh, of some of these cards are like, if the, if our listeners, those of you who don't collect Pokemon cards, um, th- there have been a lot of like better quality cards as of recently. Like they made like the foil of the card, which like is like the special coating on a card, um, more like artistical and more uh, appealing. It's it's really crazy stuff. Just definitely take a look at like some like uh, one example is just like look up like VMAX pokemon cards from like 2020 2021 yeah the arts uh, the art's be, amazing too yeah and it's it's cool because they're like bringing they bring in several different artists and each you know each artist kind of has their own variation on stuff and it's really cool um <laughs> what they do with that but i started collecting pokemon cards um again towards like the latter half of 2020 early 2021 um just as everyone else started to ride that wave uh, because of like Twitch streamers starting to open up okay. Pokemon cards because they're like, what do we do since we're stuck inside? <laughs> and they're like, Pokemon cards, let's do this, baby. Yep. Um, so I started uh, collecting some or started getting interested in them. And I'm like, hey, you know what? Might as well buy it. Let's, you know, check it out. See what's going on. Right. So I, bu- I bought a Shining Fates uh, Elite Trainer box or ETB um, for reference in the future when I say ETB. Uh, Shining Fates is one of the best ETBs that you can find, um, and they're they go for a decent price on a lot of uh, places where you can buy them. Um, they have one of the best pull rates uh, in all of the ETB sets, and they have really good cards in there, and they're like really high quality cards. Um, it's it's said uh, like that you average uh, when you pull from that uh, you know ETB or that box, I should say. Um, you can get like five, like four to five decent cards that can you know go for like a couple bucks, which right. isn't bad. Um, especially like if you're thinking about quote unquote saving for the long run or using Pokemon as stocks, essentially, which I don't right. understand that, but like I find it funny. Um, those like one to two dollar cards in the future can easily just go for like fifteen twenty bucks later on. It's just I. You just got to keep that in, you know, pre mint condition or pretty good condition. And it's like, yeah, like I was able to make 20 bucks off of like a 10 year old card that's like, that was made for like what, uh, 30 cents probably. Right. Like, <laughs> Not even. Mean, yeah, I was gonna say even less than that probably. I mean, um, yeah. But yeah, I think there's, there's a concept of it in a huge thing right now is like this value thing. And I, I, I think too, I find that interesting where it's like, I don't know, but it is pretty cool i mean shmuel you have an excel sheet like uh, with all the worth and the quantities and all of that and oh yeah like i that's cool yeah i mean i went through all the cards that were hollow or better so meaning like if it had any foil on it um that means it's hollow or better for uh just in short short lamest terms um and the like least expensive holo card that I have, I think went for like eight cents. Um, but like, uh, like I said, Shiny Fates is a great box to get. Um, highly would recommend it. And the reason why is because there's so many good quote, uh, what they're called chase cards. Basically, chase cards are like a card that you like 
you know want to get or like are really hoping for because they're like the most expensive they're right. the most rare whatever um could be a and good addition to your pokédex yeah exactly you know uh, <laughs> and i luckily i was able to get while emma was over at my house when we were pulling cards i was able to get the chase card of shining fates which is the shining the shiny charizard v max i think it's what it's called um and it's crazy these car like like i said these cards are like you know you don't think that they would sell for a lot that one's 135 dollars and that i checked that yesterday and the prices are constantly changing. yeah yeah and it's just crazy because like that's not even the most expensive pokemon card as of like recent years like yeah there's like you know like the 250,000 like charizard card that there's like only four in the world yeah we get that like we know that stuff but like just in the past couple of years just like cards in like i don't want to say common etbs but in most recent etbs they there are some that are like 100 150 bucks um like if you just get them um and then when you send them in and like get a really good score from like the people who like check to see like how like great the card is essentially they can go then from like 100 to 150 to like 200 to 300 dollars and there's some other cards that are like like it's called rob when you just you know open it up out of the pack and put it in the sleeve um that can go for $500 raw. And it's like crazy. It's just like, what? There's so much value behind the cards now. And like, and it's not like there hasn't been beforehand. I just think the value in terms of like the emotional or psychological uh, effect or value has kind of switched um, to a monetary value in more yeah. recent times. Yeah. I mean, there's, I, there's probably a lot of people who will argue like they're not really doing it for the money. They really do like to collect and like they do um, really enjoy Pokemon like that, like the monetary value doesn't mean anything to them. And like, I can agree to that too. Like I, I try not to look at the monetary value. I think it's just a really cool concept to like have in mind. It's like, wow, yeah, this cool is a really expensive card. But you're not going to so sell should... and, and buy them like that. Yeah. It's like, this is a really oh, expensive yeah, card. I should take care of it. You know, like, um, it's not like, oh, okay, it's just like a nothing card. Can I like throw it away? Um, but yeah, I, I, th I think over the course of like, what, 25 years Pokemon's been around, um, that the, the emotional and psychological value that the cards originally had on people has definitely changed or shifted. Um, and a lot of people now, I think, are focusing on the monetary value, which is definitely an interesting concept to have. Um, I mean, it Pokemon is a business. It is like it's definitely a franchise. So you know, the creators make money off of it. But like, I I still think it's one of like the like most creative and like popular sort of business ideas that you can have and again it's been it's been happening for like 25 years now so it's pretty successful right <laughs> um but yeah like what what do you think about you know just pokemon cards nowadays and like kind of like the rave about them i mean you can even go on to talk about like them being sold out all the time yeah i was, I was gonna say now they're like this like oh it's like treasure item that's really you know hard to come by um you know they're limiting 
purchase of it just as it would be like toilet paper <laughs> or something like yeah. that. Like this token good. Yeah, I mean like I I find that interesting too because it's like in the start of the pandemic, I clearly remember like a bunch of paper goods and cleaning uh like equipment were basically not stocked or they didn't have anything. Right. Um and Pokemon cards didn't originally start off like that in the beginning of the uh pandemic and then like towards the summer of 2020 it boomed and like everything was gone for pokemon essentially but by the end of 2020 to early 2021 paper products and cleaning stuff were back they were on the shelves like it was fine they came back pokemon cards still like you would have to go to several different stores oh yeah to find to find just individual packs yeah. of and cards. i i really and, i really agreed with what you said about like the whole like people really really care about the value and opening yeah. them and other people just do it because there's like this little bit of euphoria you get from opening a new pack of pokemon cards and putting it in your binder you know i think i still get that um, yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean it's cool too because like with the pokemon trading uh cards um there's a qr code and like a a qr code card basically that lets you scan it with your phone and adds the pokemon that are in that pack to like your like pokedex quote-unquote or bat pack to the pokemon trading card game um and emma uses my uh code cards because i I don't play the game personally but she she likes uh to play the game and stuff like that and i mean what what is your experience with that um, I mean, it, it's really, really fun. Um, the 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 game itself, well, one now, like the trading card game online, uh, is is a downloadable application on your computer that you pretty much plug in these codes and it it, it lets you like op- fake open these packs, right? Like it's like a little virtual opening of them, and then you get cool. to use them, and it's really interesting learning how to play the game through it. Because there are a little yeah. bit of adaptations. The game itself is kind of complicated, just like any other trading card game, um, like Magic yeah. or Yu-Gi-Oh! That kind of requires a lot of... There's a lot of strategy to it, and there's a lot of thought. And, you know, you, you know, growing up watching the show or playing the games, it's like, okay, well, fire beats grass, and, and water beats fire, and, you know, you know, lightning beats grass, like all these things, right? And, and yeah. air, like strengths, weaknesses. But, you know, it's like, ah, I'm just going to pick the one with the, the highest hit. But with the trading card game, you know, you have to have a certain amount of energies and there's a lot more that goes into it um, yeah. than just clicking a button. So I think I think that it's it's a really fun game when you once you really get into it and you get and you have, but it, it is a little bit reliant on your deck. You know, you can have a lot yeah. of skill, but you need to have a deck that goes along with it. You know, you can't have yeah. something you can put every Pokemon to sleep, but. You know, yeah. at a certain point, it, there there are logistics to it. So I think it's really interesting as time goes on to to see that. And I mean, to be fair, like there, I mean, there's we know a lot of people who collect Pokemon cards or used yeah. to collect Pokemon cards. There are very few people who did collect Pokemon cards who knew how to play the game, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which I find really funny because, like the whole, the whole point behind the Pokemon cards is to play, you know games with them to play to play the trading card game and like that to have like battles or tournaments with like other people i don't remember a single time i ever played the pokemon trading card game like ever yeah like or 
or in person, I, I, I've i never played it correctly. I used to be like, okay, well, mine has is stronger than yours. It has, like, a better, like, HP than you. So it's winning. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and that was it. Oh, my gosh. I think my dog is scratching at my door. Oh. <laughs> Got to interrupt for Scout, my own little Pokemon. Scout, if Scout was a Pokemon, she'd, she'd uh, be. Nor- norm- normal type? She's a normal type. Uh, oh, there she white? is. She's a, uh, she's a fighter type for sure. I I wish that you had like vision through a podcast because she's just <laughs> a, she's a pocket monster. She's the size of a loaf of bread. True, um, true. And she she probably enjoys Pokemon as well. I think she. I mean, who who knows? I mean, she might. Yeah, I think, I think so. we should show. I think we should show Scout pictures of Pokemon and see if she like reacts. Oh, I can I can do that right now. Scout, <laughs> Pokemon, come here. She doesn't really speak English that well. As you can tell, because she's she is a dog. Everyone. Yes, and she's walking away. But I'm showing her Charmander right now. Let me see what she thinks. Show her like a dog type Pokemon. See if that you see gets it? anything. She's having a hard time looking at the phone. Uh, she just kind of wants to look at me. Oh, she's going. She's looking. Hello, can you see? Mm, she doesn't seem super interested in Charmander. Let's try. What's Lillipup, right? Let's try that one. Yeah, I think Lillipup's a dog. And honestly, you can also try. Evie, because Evie's probably going to be another close one. I think she's over it. She did indeed walk away and is walking <laughs> to lay on the mat in there, so... Um, Breaking news <laughs> bulletin. Scout does not care for Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I think she herself is is too close of a Pokemon. Let's I, see. You know, that's, that's fair. That's fair. It's hard to enjoy Pokemon when you are the Pokemon. <laughs> I think that's what she's saying. She's like, oh, that's me, so I don't need to see that. Yeah, yeah. it's like, I, I mean, I don't know why I'm looking at a picture of myself. I mean, it seems a little off. But yeah. I, you know. <laughs> and, and like right now, I put her on my bed, and I like to pretend when she like goes and sits and faces the wall that she's pretending to look out a window because, I don't know, I feel like if that's what a blind dog would do, and she's not blind, but she's, she's, she's a little bit, she's scout, you know, I think. Who's that Pokemon? It's Pikachu. <laughs> Scout, fuck! I, I love that sound. <laughs> oh, shit. That, that's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we kind of covered everything. Um, and for those who are listening, um, if, you, if you honestly have not gotten into the Pokemon universe, whether it's the video game, TV show, or like the card game, um, or, you know, just the trading card, um, seriously, definitely take a look into it. Uh, Obviously, everyone knows or has heard at least of Pikachu before, but there are more Pokemon than just Pikachu. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I hate to break the news to everyone. More, more, um, more Pokemon than Pikachu, and more Pokemon trainers than Ash Ketchum. So true. I mean, and Misty. I don't remember what her last name is, but yeah, yeah Misty. And, and the guy in um, Brock is his name Brock. Maybe Brock. Yeah, Brock. Yeah, <laughs> the total Chad of Pokemon. Yeah. Scout, Scout, maybe Scout likes Brock because she just stood up. To the, oh. to the word rock, so you like Geo, dude? <laughs> Maybe she's. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, she, I... she laid back down. So, okay. okay. False alarm. Th- false, thank, false alarm. Th- th- thank you for the scout update. Big push. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, seriously, if you if you have not uh, taken an interest or like really good look into the Pokemon Universal World, we, I mean, I would highly recommend it. I think Emma can say the same. Um, on that regard just because i think it's it's such a fascinating universe um to come up with um and i mean even if you're not interested in any of the lore and stuff just check out the art 
because it's pretty it's oh. pretty crazy what you know the original artists uh or the current artists of pokemon have done with like the trading cards and stuff like that but even like fan-made stuff it's pretty it's pretty cool oh. um especially with like just you know all the different like environments or like cool stuff that they have created for pokemon it's it's really neat um and like there's even like music like what they made music and like there's people know songs by heart and it's just like it's crazy how like dedicated uh the like some of these like fans or followers of this no totally universe are i mean to be fair that could be said for any like universe or like you know fan based thing but like pokemon goes hard <laughs> it yeah. really does <laughs> um but yeah I, th- I think that's it on uh pokemon for today's episode yeah, I mean, I- unless do you have any other stories or anything that you remember from pokemon i think i'm all good on on, on my end okay cool cool cool, cool. but yeah uh, thank you again for listening, everyone. Uh, like I said, please, you know, if you enjoyed the podcast, um, you know, leave a follow, leave a like. Uh, we're going to try to get episodes out every Wednesday at around 12 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Um, no promises on that, though. It's just like a, you know, ho- like a uh, hopeful promise. Yeah, an estimate. Yeah, an estimate. You know, we can say that. But I, I'm hoping to get episodes out every wednesday um 12 p.m pacific standard time just because it's midday gives people a chance if they're working or at school to uh get home and listen to it yeah um or like even if they're at work or school they can listen to it while they're in class or at work or whatever because podcasts are great to listen to while doing something true True. um but yeah thank you again for joining and listening uh this was pearls and glasses uh and we'll be hoping to see you next week